Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. Yeah, Ginger said the topic was <laughs> the topic was how to come up with topics for uh, doing uh, videos, and and I think content. yeah, con you know, content. So. Um, if you, you want to kick us off, Carl, with the type of, you know, how people should think about the content they do for their video? You know, for me, and, and obviously Ginger, Ginger has literally wrote the, written the book on this, so I would, I would definitely uh, uh, transfer any of my ideas to her. But for me, I, I tell you one of the things that I do is I just go into uh, Facebook groups and see what people's asking about yep. and seeing what they're commenting on. And I'll, I'll see a question. I'll see the most comments on it. And I go, okay, well, that must be what people want to talk about. So, so then that's what I do. That's the content that I pick my videos. So, but again, I'm, I'm sure Ginger has a much, uh, 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 perhaps a better way of doing that or certainly a different way of doing it. But that's what I've always done is, is it, you know, it's that, it's that old what saying. What kind of groups are those, Carl? Where are you finding those groups? Like, consumer? Well, you know, so it, it depends on who I want to talk to. Like, like for me, the, 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 the trick of the trade has always been enter that conversation that's already in their mind. Right. So instead of trying to start a new conversation, what's that conversation in their mind? So for for me, you know, I would go into uh, some of the more uh, famous Facebook groups of, of, of real estate, like if that's the topic that I'm talking about. And if I want to talk to realtors, then I'd go to, you know, the realtor.com Facebook page, you know, per se, and look to see what are the other realtors talking about. If I want to talk to consumers, you know, I would just go, you know, into like the Dave Ramsey type group pages where they're talking about real estate. And just see what's everybody talking about. What's their questions? And uh, you know, so I'll I always fear I'll let somebody else do my homework for me, and then I'll just enter into that conversation that they're already having. For mortgage professionals, Ramsey's page is a really good page to talk about what not to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that so I was not condoning anybody's uh, any any content. Well, just, well, but that's a but that's a. But that's a really good point because sometimes you have these financial gurus that are out there giving advice that you may have a different opinion. And it's okay to take their opinion and say, listen, this is a good opinion and I have a different opinion. Here's how I look at it. And so you're kind of, you know, they call it poking the giant in the eye. You know, it's like it's the David and Goliath approach to content marketing is you kind of hijack somebody who's really famous as conversation. Uh, you know, Gary V does a good job of this. He did it in the very beginning. Um, but that's also a really good, that's a really good strategy. Uh, if you've got if you can back it up and if you, uh, you know, if you got the nerve to do that, it, it, it takes a, it takes a thick skin and uh, you're going to be pretty yeah. good to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess. I, so I, I, so I don't think, I don't think, well, you know, for me, at least my style, nothing wrong with doing it a, a different way, but my style w w wouldn't be to say, well, I know Dave Rams is saying this, but let me tell you where he's wrong. Like I would say, I would say something like some people might say, or some people might think this, you know, but what I have found is this other direction. And so it's the old feel felt found. I know some people feel this way and I felt like that. I, I used to think that same thing, but then I found out and insert new direction of the conversation as, but even though I have to tell you the, we, I call it the us versus get us versus them. 
conversation where you actually like call somebody out per se. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. And it's very effective. It's just not my personal style of, of doing things. And I think, I think it's also important to differentiate between a, a thumb stopping headline in your content. So, so Dave Ramsey is wrong. will stop your thumb and make people read it. And then you can say, Dave Ramsey is a very well-respected person. He has this opinion. It's based off of this. Here's my experience. However, uh, he's totally screwed up. <laughs> no, 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 because I mean, that's the great thing about all of this. And, and that's kind of what my point was. One of the things I wanted to introduce is that, you know, when you're planning your content, when you're doing content, the first thing you need to try to identify is who do you want to attract? Because the content you create is the customer that you will attract. And I've learned that both the good way and the bad way. Um, you know, the low hanging fruit for mortgage people is down payment assistance, but you yeah. start creating a bunch of down payment assistance uh, content, you'll get a lot of traffic and you also get a lot of people that might need more help than you have a bandwidth to be able to handle in a high volume. So I, I think that's, that's the most important thing is, is why are you creating your content? Who's your audience? When speaking to that audience is important, Kyle talked about that when we had Kyle Seagrave on, mm -hmm. that he had to first figure out who his audience was. And so really speaking to that um, ties in with what you come up with your content. Um, the other thing, I think just talking to other people, you know, being able to do some groups. I mean, Jason, you talked about you were putting together a group and just each week coming up with a different idea to be able to do a video, um, you know, creating group calls. It's like, um, you know, I have a group that we do a call with and we did one on a Tuesday and they came up with just a whole list. It's like, okay, you guys, I want you to just come up with topics. That's it. I don't want you to worry about the content. I just want you to begin by kind of identifying, you know, who, who you are, who's your customer and what you do want to talk about and then start that topic list. And so they came up with um, some ideas and it's great because they just started shooting me emails. It's like, okay, I thought about this afterwards. And like one of them, um, we have a, a guy that's in uh, West Hollywood and he says that he has a large LGBTQ community. And so doing support videos. So not necessarily just videos on mortgage, but building some of those support videos as well is good. Um, he talked about gratitude videos, why mortgage brokers love what we do and why we're thankful for our clients. So, you know, having those kind of things. Um, I do a lot, obviously, in loan process videos um, and loan preparation process, which, by the way, Scott, the tips you gave me for the, the was it the DTAC, the D um, system that you gave me yesterday? What is Descript? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that cut probably an hour off of editing one video. So, you know, working within groups to be able to find out, you know, sharing, which is why we're doing this is so important. Um, so, you know, walking through an online application, you can record it one time and then divide it up into little things. So, you know, I love the idea as far as, you know, finding the topics that's hot right now, um, but don't limit yourself 
just to talking about mortgages. Think about who's your audience and what you're doing. Um, and then to piggyback on, you know, challenging Dave, um, you know, different people that are doing things like with Ramsey, you did that Frazier with um, Gary B. When yeah. he said, don't buy a home, it's the worst investment. Yeah. And I remember us talking about that because I think it was right after we got back from speaking at Gary. It was, it was like a month after. And yeah. it's like, dude, you just held the agent 2021 with all real estate agents. You brought in mortgage brokers and now you're telling everyone don't invest in real estate. Yeah. And you challenged him on that. And it got, I know it got a lot of traction for you too. So I think that's good to do that yeah. and to do it in a way that it's, um, you know, capturing attention, but also offering solutions, some solutions. So here's why, here's why I think, um, yeah. and something to consider, which is important. Yeah. No, and that was a, and that's to, you know, to Scott's point, you know, you find, and Carl's about finding something that people are talking about already. And, and, and that, when he made that comment, that was everywhere, it was in every Facebook group, everyone, real estate and mortgage, everyone was talking about it. And so I wrote that article, you know, kind of a little bit of newsjacking there, but, you know, with that, and because we had just got back from, you know, speaking at his event. And so if you Google Gary Vaynerchuk and housing now, you'll see my article, I think it's like number two or number one, like right underneath his, it's my article and same thing, right? It's, that was a topic. Everyone was talking about it. And if you read mine headline, you know, grab, you know, got the magnet, grab the attention and then just, you know, give my opinion on on what he said right and so it it to, that's to me that's where it to me you always look for opportunities to show that you're the expert right show that you're the thought leader show that you're the one that people should you know give their attention to because you have some value to give and you're not just simply just trying to say mortgage 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 sell 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 right you're giving them some advice some expertise that others are not one of the ways I like to well, I like to think about this and as a uh, as a metaphor is if you start creating content, you're building a library of your knowledge base and your experience. So every piece of content that you create is a brick that you're laying in the foundation of your future reputation. So it's important to have a blueprint first and kind of know why you're doing it because we're not newscasters. I think a lot of people feel like we have to flip it on and talk about whatever's going on and that it's all like spontaneous and you're talking about these things. Um, but it's not always that way. There's a variety of content. There's evergreen content that's never going to change, which is how Kyle started with just guidelines and just talking about guidelines. Those aren't necessarily going to change, but it becomes timely and relevant if there's a change in that guideline that you have already established yourself as an expertise as an expert in. Um, but then, what is your business model? Do you have a do you have a demographic? Or do you have a, uh, a program niche? Or do you focus only on USDA? Do you focus only on a certain city? Do you focus only on veterans? Um, and then start laying those bricks in that foundation around that. Um, Hyper-local content um, is a lot less about mortgages and more about establishing yourself as a presence I call it mayorism. It is basically being the digital mayor of your community because you're unavoidable if anybody searches for any topic in that community. And then you kind of become the voice of that community. And if you're the most aggressive content creator in your geographic area, you're going to own that entire space. And, and so I, I and again, this goes back to what Carl said when we led this off before Ginger got on. She literally wrote the book on this. Um, you need to 
kind of know where you're going with this stuff. And it's important that you have a plan because the feedback on creating content is very delayed. You're not going to get instant feedback. People aren't going to get, they're not going to start responding to you right away. You could be creating content for six to eight to 12 months before you really start getting consumers and feedback from people saying, hey, I ran across your content and this stuff is really good. So you, you, you got to know that there's some long haul to it and you got to have a plan because once that house is built, it's not easy to tear down and start over. You know, another, another, another uh, content thing that I've done in the past that worked really well, it, 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 I'm almost embarrassed to say it might have been some of my most popular, if, if not my most popular, uh, was uh, a consumer direct thing. And it also went to my past database. Actually, we also sent it out to the real estate agents, too, was uh, what's happening this weekend. And so I do a, I, I did, I'd, I'd shoot a little video. I do it Thursday afternoon. And the reason I do it Thursday afternoon is cause the local paper would, would tell us what, what's happening this weekend on Thursday morning, right? I'd go online, get it on Thursday morning. Uh, in my case, the Tampa Tribune. And, um, and so I just go into the Tampa Tribune and I'd click what's happening this weekend in the Tampa Bay area. And I'd pick three things. I'd pick one thing, artsy fartsy, I'd pick one thing adult-ish, but not controversial. And I'd pick uh, one thing for the kids. And it was a little, like, literally like a 30-second video. And uh, and then I'd tack on a call to action. So it'd be like, hey, this is Carl over at uh, gingersmortgagecompany.com. And uh, hey, three things happened this weekend. Uh, me and the Mrs. were looking. And we think uh, we saw this thing, artsy-fartsy, artsy-fartsy, the Florida Orchestra's playing, something like that, right? Or or, or, or art museum or something like that. Uh, and so I'd say, hey, we saw this thing, artsy fartsy, it's happening down at the Benoit. Uh, we saw this thing, first Friday is coming up this Friday, which is kind of like a, a block party, you know, wine drinking, you know, primarily an adult beverage type gathering. So uh, so we're having the, uh, the artsy fartsy thing, we're having the adultish but not controversial. And then the, uh, the third thing, uh, they're also having a, a little uh, uh, outside art festival uh, arts and crafts show down at the uh, down in Tarpon Springs by the Bayfront there. So uh, anyway, we're we're thinking about which of those three to go. Hope to see you out there. Oh uh, oh, by the way, if you're looking to buy, sell, or refinance, that's what I do. Love to talk to you about that. In the meantime, see you out on the town. And that was it. And my gosh, that thing worked really really well. I love it. Yeah. You know, we've got uh, Andrew Vieira uh, asked a question to you, Carl, about posting your videos directly in those groups that you're trolling. That type of video trolling. you just described. <laughs> you can, well, we know it. In a good way, Carl. But that kind of video you absolutely could. That kind of video you absolutely could post in a neighborhood uh, community group and it wouldn't be uncool. 100%. 100%. As long, like where people get pissed off is if if like if I jump on uh to your group about collecting antique cars and I go hey if you want to refinance so that you can buy another antique car <laughs> that's a you, you you've got to you look if, if you're coming to visit you gotta bring a, yeah you got to bring a bottle of wine you got to bring some cookies you gotta you gotta bring you know some barbecue to the party you can't just show up at the party with an empty plate uh looking for people to put stuff on your plate and so uh so I I agree uh 100 with that I'm, but I'm, I'm very respectful of going on other people's professional group pages. Like, uh, like if, uh, 
I don't know. Well, like if 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 like if, if Ginger uh, is doing this video uh, uh, group page, which you had, which is by far the best one, maybe the only one in the mortgage industry. I love it. Uh, really good content there. You know, the last thing I would do, which I don't have one, but like if I had, I don't know, if I was selling cameras or or or, or scripts or something like that, I would never ever ever uh, go post on that page. Say, hey, I've got these uh, great scripts, or hey, buy my, which I don't have one. Ginger does. Hey, go buy my video marketing book. Uh, you know, I would never be disrespectful and go on somebody's, uh, number one, it's uncool. And number two, you'll get kicked off in a New York second. Uh, early in my career, I did kind of some of those things, a little bit of a, a bull in the China shop, horrible mistake, totally uncool. I, I think it's a mistake and a lot of marketers do this. Well, but you treat online like it's not in person. You should always treat online like it's in person. Just because you're online in a group, imagine you're standing in a room with all of those people. Would you jump up on top of a table and start screaming about how you can, you know, about what you have to offer while everybody's having conversations with each other? It, it, there's, this weird, there's this weird thing where people behave inconsistent with how they are when they think they have anonymity or there's like this perception of anonymity and and carla is the best example of this i think by far of just being genuine and being completely honest in everything that you do and putting it out there you're gonna you're gonna attract the right people and you're gonna repel other people that don't like your personality who cares that's fine you're not going to get along with everybody but but being the exact same person you are in person as you are online, I think is really important for building long-term consistency in your reputation. And, and quite frankly, what we're talking about here is creating lead generation, is creating opportunities. And you create opportunities by being consistent. And people say, I've known that guy for a long time. They've always been like that. They can be trusted. Yeah. I equate it to, I, I was taught my son, it's like there's two ways to give and this goes in business, this goes in life. And you can give palm up where you know, you're expecting somebody to take something and you want something in return. Or you can give palm down where you're truly giving and you're not expecting anything in return. And mm -hmm. people see that. So your whole thing about, you know, about the town um, is giving. You know, if you're making a video that's talking about, um, you know, VA updates and you're saying, hey, here's some information, thought it would be important for you to know. We found by creating those kind of videos that a lot of groups will then share those videos on their own. So you can make the choice to say, hey, I just want to let you know there's an update that probably affects your members. I don't know if it would be helpful for them or not, but I made a video you know, if you'd like to share it out um, or even say, hey, if you want to co-brand, I mean, whatever. I just want to get the information out there. So always give to where you're giving palm down and, and not palm up. And people see that. They're very recognized. I love your analogy of showing up for the potluck without something, without, you know, bringing, bringing an appetizer or a dessert or always a bottle of wine, make it a good one. Um, and then, you know, that's what it is. And people forget that online. It's the same thing. You need to think about that, that it is in person and you are building that relationship that's so important. And, and that's a great point, Ginger, that you made and, and Scott also is that when doing the videos, like when I do a video, I literally picture a single individual that I'm having that conversation with. Yeah. And <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. 
but in my early days, you know, because I had severe and still do uh, camera shyness, right? I, I think everybody does. That I literally would get a picture of a buddy of mine, and I literally would. This is going to sound so weird, but I literally would tape it underneath the camera lens. I love your. And I was, it's and I was talking, <laughs> and I was talking to that guy. You know, uh, in my case, it was a guy, but I was talking to that dude, and yeah. and doing your videos like you're like you're talking to a person. And not broadcasting to an audience. That's a yeah. that's a great point. Did you tape a redneck teleprompter under his picture? <laughs> <laughs> the redneck teleprompter came later, but uh, but I really did. I, I really did. I love that, that picture. So yeah, no, and it took it took the fear away. You know. Well, you're 100 percent right, and Kyle brought this up as well. And and we have to remember that one individual is consuming this content. So when you're creating that content, you're always creating it for one person, but you're creating it for one single person over and over and over and over and over and over again, hopefully, right? But you're really only talking to one person. And, and I think, again, sometimes because the medium is different, we feel like we're talking one to many. And so you end up coming across as just broadcasting what you think the masses want to hear. And that's not going to be that's not going to be nearly as effective as what you're talking about, Carl. You absolutely nailed it. Yeah. So coming up with topics, um, if you have a list of topics that you're going to pull from, it makes it a lot easier to consistently create those videos. And you know, it's that fear. You know, you talk about the fear of cameras. Like, I hate getting on the camera. We all hate getting on the camera. Nobody loves it, um, but it is necessary. I mean, it's an abs. It, I mean, it's necessary in the world we live in today. And especially, you know, who knows if business is going to go back to where you can meet people in person? Not because of the pandemic, but just because we've all adjusted our businesses now, right? So. Um, Oh, Frazier hopped off. Um, so it's a matter of you have to do video. So coming up with that list of topics, just start it. You know, whether I have, I don't know what's that. I got a rocket book. I don't know if you guys are using those. Um, you can get it on Amazon, but basically it's awesome because it's a book that you write on and then you take a picture of whatever you write on your phone and the app turns it into a document and it emails to you and now you can edit it and share it and to do all those things. And so I've started doing, using that for everything because that's the biggest, I'm a writer. It's like, I like to write things. I like that physical, I'm old school, but I also know it's like, oh, I need to have access to it. So, you know, get whatever it is. If you're going to do it on Excel spreadsheet, if you're going to do it on a Word document, if you're going to get a rocket book, write that list down and you're constantly adding to it. I mean, it's just constantly growing. When you have that, it's like, oh, I need to do a video on that. Then, you know, we talked about this last week, the schedule, get yourself on your schedule, put it onto your calendar, make the commitment and start recording those videos. I, I'm an incentive type person. So it's like, I know if I give myself a deadline and hold myself accountable to it and I get it done, then it's like, okay, now, you know, now you can go and play. Now you can go and do something. Now you can, you know, go have a class of wine, whatever it is you want to do. But you have to make that commitment to do that. And I honestly think it begins by having that topic list and something you can always do. You're going to feel a lot more comfortable going, oh, you know what? Um, the next topic I was going to do was talking about, um, you know, uh, how you can beat a cash offer. 
you know, what you need to do as far as getting, you know, started. How can you save more money? You know, how do you improve your credit score? There's a ton of things we can talk about. And you always say, Scott, go to your inbox, you know, whatever questions you're getting or questions you're answering, problems you're solving. That's always it. I also think there are some broad categories that you can kind of use to, to put your, your content under. Um, uh, timely and relevant is one. So these are things that are happening right now and that's kind of your inbox. Uh, and when you talk about, you know, how do you compete against cash hours or cash, cash offers, that's directly relevant to today's market. That might not be relevant in a year from now. Um, there's a demographic uh, category where maybe you help um, nurses or firefighters or police officers or some sort of demographic that you just happen to be really good at. Uh, there are, um, there's program niches. So that's your VA and your USDA or a buyer assistance in your community. And then like what Carl said is your community content and that's your hyper-local, um, you're, you're embracing the entire community, you're reporting about the community, uh, interview the local school superintendent and talk about schools opening, uh, interview the mayor, talk about what's happening in the town, interview small business owners that maybe don't have the technical chops or the video chops that you have and help promote their businesses um, all within the context of, hey, if you're interested in moving to or moving from this town, uh, I might be able to help you out and make that, uh, make that experience a little bit better for you. So like those, it, when you look at those broad categories, I think you start with those categories and then you create your lists under those categories and mix them up because your, you know, your evergreen stuff is always going to be there. That's the stuff that you can, that's, you can lay your foundation. And then just kind of go from one list to another and start building out those, building out those funnels, building out those categories of those content categories. I think that's a good, that's, that's a good way to approach it. And, and you know, I think something that, that definitely needs to be brought up, and I know Ginger's way too humble to bring this up, so I'll bring it up for her. I can tell you right now what I would do. If I'm looking at content, Ginger, that book you wrote, I know you might be getting tired of me saying this, that book was absolutely fantastic. It was really Really good. I didn't know what it was when I ordered it. You know, I just saw a video marketing by Ginger. I went, it's got to be good, right? And I got it and was like, holy cow, this thing is phenomenal, where you give nothing but ideas and templates of here's your topics like for a year. Yeah. And uh, and that was really, really good. So uh, if, if you haven't done so yet, if you go on Amazon, and what I did, I just typed in your name, Ginger, Ginger Bell, and there might be another a better way of searching for it. But that 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 book you uh, that you wrote on on what topics to do, it doesn't just tell me how to come up with topics. It gave me the topics, and right. I would, without question, that's the. And I'm not just saying it because you're here and you're kind enough to you know to to have myself and, and Scott be a part of your party. It was a fantastic book, and I don't know how you came up with all those topics, but that would, without question, be my how to. So uh, we're we're actually uh, uh, dying in my office is buying a bunch of copies, and we're sending it out. Uh, to the loan officers in my branch and uh it is uh it's an absolute must if you're looking for content again i'm not i'm not trying to do a shameless plug here but it was really 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 good well you're sweet and honestly i came up with that just out of you know having conversations with los with their their frustration and it's like okay if i gave you a topic every single week <laughs> to where you know all you have to do is say oh i can i can do a video on that 
because that's it. You know, it's the creativity. And with so many LOs, they tend not to be on the creative side. We're, you know, different side of thinking on our brain. And so just being able to offer that, you have the knowledge. Um, and then the idea is like, okay, let's put it down. It's the same thing you do, you know, when you're meeting with a borrower, you know what to do, right? So it's like, it's a matter of putting them through that path. Once you get through a couple of those um, videos, it becomes so much more um, easy to do because now you have that template. So, I mean, it's, trust me, it was like, I was shocked when I put that out there and people were like, this is brilliant. It's like, it's, I don't see this stuff because it's like, it's, it's really just writing it down. I will tell you the reason, and I've had people ask me if we can put it into an ebook so they can type on it. And we may do that for next year because I'm going to write one next year with 52 more ideas. But the idea of actually physically writing helps you to remember. And so there's an activity that happens in your brain when you go through that activity of writing it. And we need to have Renee on here because he'll talk about which cortex it is and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that's the reason why it's so important to have that physical copy to actually write those notes down. Then you can use the redneck and that's what we need to do. I think we need to make, when we all get together, Carl, I want us to make a video of that whole redneck and going through that whole process because then you can do that and you can put it onto your teleprompter or you can put it onto I mean, whatever it is. So that's the whole idea. So thank you. You're very sweet. Well, well I have to say, when you said you didn't know it was going to be that great, I tell you, I just had a visual image. I was watching an interview some years ago of, of uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, Roger, uh, Robert Plant, the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. And somebody asked him when, when, when he wrote Stairway to Heaven, did he know that was going to be such an iconic song? He said, we just thought it was okay. We didn't realize what we had until we played it at the first concert and the crowd went nuts. We, we just thought it was okay. It was like, you geniuses are, you know, you're, you, you're, you're, you're so good at what you do. You don't know how good it is sometimes. Other people have to say, my God, this is fantastic. So anyway. Well, that, that's, that's a really important point, Carl. And, and I've been having this conversation a lot. I think we take for granted how much we actually know, mm-hmm. you know, because we do this all day long and we think nobody wants to know. Everybody knows that. And, and I'm telling you, everybody doesn't know that from right. the very simplest topics that, that it, First of all, Carl, 1,000% agree with what you said about Ginger's book. 100% start there. Um, it's going to save you a year's worth of time. If you build on that, great. But at least you have that safety net and you have that, you have that path. Um, and the lowest hanging fruit that I think we all just take for granted is just tell stories about people you've helped. Every single time we have all of these great stories where we're bringing these consumers, the, the home buyers that didn't think they could buy and, and there was this problem and we overcame it and now they're happy. Um, tell those stories because what's happening is the people that are watching that see that you care, they see your passion, they understand that you're an expert and they see that you're a problem solver. You don't have to solve their problem, but they see that you solve other people's problems. And sometimes that's the takeaway. People are just trying to bridge the trust gap between their keyboard and their heart, right? And they just wanna make sure they're not being lied to. So when you're talking about people that you've helped, that makes people more comfortable with you and that super low hanging fruit it's right here, top of mind, and there's going to be some emotion when you start telling those stories because you're going to relive 
that journey that you went through with those clients. Yeah. And, uh, and that's also a really good, that's also a really good place to start. So yeah. this was been, this has been fantastic. Yeah. It's been awesome. And now it's time to leave. So, yeah. uh, so we, we made it past our, we, we grew beyond the 15 minute Friday, which honestly, when I started this, it's like, okay, if we can just give some morsels for 15 minutes on a Friday, and then I'm so grateful for all of you hopping on. And I know we're going to start. I have some people that I want to get on as guests. We've had some guests. So, um, Carl, thank you so much for joining. Truly appreciate all that you do. You're such a pioneer in the industry and utmost respect and honored to have you be a part of this. And Scott, you as well. I mean, it's just, it's so funny because we've all known each other for many years, but being able to have this collaboration and that was the whole idea with the group. It's like, let's everybody help each other. You know, let's figure this out. And so Jason had to jump off. So Jason, we love you too. Um, we will be back here again on Friday. Um, we're going to do it every Friday. We are going to um, start putting this onto a couple of different platforms once we record. Um, we've been asked to put it onto Mortflix, which is a new streaming service that is um, like a Netflix for the mortgage industry. And so they asked me if we could, um, if I could put together some content. I said, you know what, we're already doing a great piece on Friday, so let's put it over there. And then Scott, we talked about starting the YouTube channel. So I think we're going to stream onto that. So we're going to switch over to StreamYard. Um, somebody else can be in charge of it because clearly streaming is not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but a, a good opportunity to learn and that's what it's all about. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who are watching, um, thank you so much for tuning in and now go make a video.